재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Tuesday mornings are for Generation Now here on Koreascape TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul and during this Olympic period also in Pyeongchang and surrounding areas. Well, Leia Young is here to help us explore how young people are perceiving all kinds of different trends from film, TV, music, and this time sports. And I have to say, Leia, you're the birthday girl this morning. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. You're still part of Generation Now, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Kurt gave me this invisible six-layered chocolate cake, so thank you. That's right. If you'd have given <laughs> me some advance notice, we could have done this <laughs> upright. I would have brought you some deep chocolate uh, raspberry cake or something <laughs> like that. Well, speaking of food and speaking of the fact that we're going to talk about Olympics watching, I want to throw the question of the week over to you, Leia. Uh, what's your go-to sports watching snack? Well, chimek for sure. Yes. And some things sweet like cookies, I would cookies? say. Cookies? Mm-hmm. We've got an answer actually. Uh, 3857 has texted uh, texted us a brand name we can't repeat on air, but it's basically these corn flavored chips. that are named after turtles. I think everybody gets that, right? Um, they're sort of layered puffed corn chips. So that's good. Everything crunchy goes well with the games. Yes. Are there, is there anybody out there, I wonder, that kind of does it up, does like fancy snacks, you know? Uh, scallops wrapped in bacon on toothpicks mm. or something like that. Maybe. Spinach artichoke dip. Come on. Yeah, you can buy them on convenience stores today. So <laughs> Everything comes out of a convenience yes. store for your generation, doesn't it? We did that. We did a whole convenience store cuisine together. Mm-hmm. So the Olympics, you're going to watch? Of course, I uh, bought the tickets for the ice dance free skating competitions. So you're going out there to watch mm-hmm. it in person. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But most of the other time, you're going to watch, like the opening ceremonies, you're probably going to be on a sofa like so many other people, right? Yeah, well, there are so many like controversial issues around the diplomatic um, stuff. Yeah. But after all, it's a sports festival, so I hope this event would be remembered as more than just a diplomatic tool. And most of all, I hope people could really have a chance to enjoy, and I think it should be about it, the excitement, right? Even the opening games, as you point out, will take on a sort of a different significance here in Korea Mm -hmm. because of those last-minute changes. The Korean unified group will march under that uh, unified sort of blue peninsula flag, which is... um, Quite upsetting, I would say. (laughs) Quite upsetting? Okay. Well, generally speaking, I think people are a little frustrated, but we'll have to see... whether the current visions would act positively or not. Well, can we paint with a broad brush how young people, Generation Now, feel about this stuff? It was kind of put together a little bit last minute in terms of how many years we've known that the Olympics are coming. Um, Is there a certain way that young people feel about it? Well, the president mentioned that Pyeongchang Olympic will be Pyeonghwa Olympic, the Mm -hmm. Olympic in peace, but it kind of seems like he's losing peace with his own supporters because I think, well... It's a rare chance for South Korea to have its moment, but it kind of feels like, you know, we're leaving out some control out there. <laughs> Stealing some of the thunder. Yeah, so we want the spotlight to be on South Korea. So. Absolutely. You know, some, Pyeongchang, sort of just by the way it sounds, sounds already like Pyongyang, but some people are saying Pyongyang Olympics because of all of the Yeah, it's attention. like a buzzword among the young generation. It's like rhymes with Pyeongchang Olympic, Pyeonghwa yeah. Olympic. A lot of Pyongs in there, a lot of confusion. But Um, aside from the political issues, I'm sure there's more excitement awaiting, and not just for athletes, but Olympic Games are what people 
around the world have been waiting for years right. and from ticketing, watching the matches and creating viral contents related to Pyeongchang. Their, expected, their unexpected approaches and ideas and new technologies to be excited about. So I'll be mostly sharing about the details and new ways to enjoy the Olympic Games. I spoke with Christine yesterday about uh, transportation and all the various ways people are getting out there and some of their frustrations because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes transportation is at a premium. Um, what can you tell me in terms about watching the games in both in-person and passive ways? Yeah, well, just to talk about ticketing, booking your tickets via app, the official app Pyeongchang 2018. You can check all the schedules and booking details that would link you to the page that could that you can actually purchase the tickets right away. Yeah. And there's a buzzword called piketing. It means like. <laughs> bloody ticketing, like <laughs> yeah. cutthroat competition to get it done. So it's indicating how hard it is to make the reservations done. Uh, the price may vary for each game. They classify the seats in three categories, A, B, and C. So C being the cheapest, that starts around 20,000 won for cross-country preliminary round uh-huh. up to 900,000 won for figure skating gala and the male ice hockey final matches. That's almost a cool peng man won for watching those hot events. Yeah. One, key, yeah. one keynote to have in mind is that you can't select your own seat. It will be automatically chosen for you. So it's a lottery system. Ah. So it would be helpful to check the structure of the arena before you confirm. And I would recommend... you to refresh your page if you want new seats to be assigned. And, and again, let me just ask you, these, these, these ultra-high ticket prices, they're being set by the sellers. This is not some sort of auction mechanism that's bidding up the tickets, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's on the official website. That's crazy, mm-hmm. wow. And depends on which game you're planning to attend, but uh, most of the matches have about 20% of remaining seats, especially the expensive ones, so really? you still have a chance to book yours. And there's a good system that the official app provides, the fan-to-fan system, uh-huh. which is a place that you can repurchase the tickets on a fixed price directly from the previous buyer who no longer wants the tickets. So uh-huh. if you're still looking for a good seat, this could be like a shortcut to Well, that's interesting. It's a noble attempt to avoid ticket scalping Mm -hmm. uh, and to provide a centralized marketplace. I wonder to what extent Olympic ticket holders are using that or to what extent that they are um, trying to upsell their tickets or maybe sell them informally on other online venues. Yeah, I think they're trying to block that. Trying to avoid that. That's interesting. So everything's still available. If you've got a 900,000 won burning a hole in your pocket... (laughs) You can still get to the uh, really, really hot events like figure skating. Yeah. Well, or you can choose to uh, buy like a C seat. Mm. And again, you get whatever seat you get. You can't click. It's not like the movie theater where you can pick your seat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, for those who don't have the chance to go to the matches in person, they could be seeing at home, right? And yeah. That's my way of watching. Yeah. When you... recall the idea of sport matches what what do you recall like the image of people um is this a trick question no like just commonly where people would um gather in a pub or in a friend's house with a drink right yeah we were just talking with super bowl being yesterday we were just talking about how there's not doesn't seem to be that much of a korean culture of gathering in public spaces i mean that's what i'm 
opposed to say. So today, people prefer to watch sports game on streaming platforms yeah. more than just gathering around while typing their live reaction and interacting with the globe. And when necessary, they talk through their headsets as the way they would communicate on online games. Cool. So it has all the benefits of. Hunja, but together, yeah. so alone in the crowd. So you don't have to reserve a venue, and it gives you more personal space. You're free to leave when you, whenever you want. You can concentrate on the commentary in silence, and above all, it leaves room for you to multitask. So the idea of gathering is not dead, but it's shifting towards being okay to join upon a platform. You're just virtually joining. Mm-hmm. You're not actually gathering together. Yeah, that's how like people tune in to watch fashion shows or presentations on live. It's it's same to the sports event. It's I think the programmers of the Olympics in the future will probably make it more and more interactive too, where you can like click on things on the screen and get sort of background information. And yes, stuff like, more like a video game in a way. Yeah, I mean technologies are backing up to this idea. Uh, Pyeongchang Olympic is definitely introducing new technologies that would raise the sense of realism. So the 36-degree camera that provides time slice mm. where you can pause a specific moment and the point view where you can zoom in in the pause moment That's and right. the sync view where you can experience the match from the player's view. So, for example, the bobsleigh, you can experience the 150-kilometer speed with the micro mini camera attached to the bobsleigh. So um, everything is possible because of the use of 5G wireless communication that would be introduced for the first time in Pyeongchang. Mm -hmm. It's 20 times faster to deliver data compared to 4G that we're using currently. And it would not only enhance the quality of the video reviews during the games, but it would give more high-res baits to the viewers to create more fan-friendly dalbang or umjar, which is like animated JPEG right. files or characterized banners. Yeah. I mean, it's basically taking the control room that the director uses at the Olympics and putting it in the hands of the consumer. You know, mm-hmm. usually the sports uh, technical director is looking at five or six different camera angles yeah. and choosing which one goes out. But why not put that all in the hands of the Technology, consumer? Right? Yeah, and let you you can pick which camera angle you want to watch. Mm-hmm. It's closer to being there. Yes, I think it will be both great for the athletes and the viewers. Yeah. And Pyeongchang Olympic is being introduced as ICT Olympics, so information communication technology. And all the major electronic companies in Korea are introducing new techs that would enhance the visitor's convenience as well. So mm-hmm. like AI or IoT, the Internet of Things, the communication network that controls itself without manipulation, uh, will be implemented in robots that would be the guide for the visitors from the KTX to the stadiums mm. and within the uh, within the stadiums in eight different languages. And it would also provide information of all the nearby restaurants and facilities. And one other thing about technology is payment. So all the payment would be available with the wearable device that's chargeable from 30,000 won to 200,000 won. Couldn't you just do that with your phone, though? I think they're... um, you are uh, mandatory to use all these wearable devices. I guess it might be a security thing. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Uh, It would be 
uh, made in a form of a glove badge or a sticker that you can purchase or pre-order. And it could cover up paying for snacks, transportation, and merchandises in Pyeongchang. Okay. Well, why not? If you've got it to show off, why not do it? I would always think you, you could just download an app and kind of boop your phone at the, um, at the, the reader. But uh, why not make it wearable stuff, I guess? Yeah. And prob- many young people are creating informational content to avoid the confusion going on. And uh, from like college voluntary press to influencers who live in Korea are creating countless content on sharing platforms mm. that lists up all the information about like how to or where to, what not to miss, eat, sleep, enjoy, and go in Pyeongchang. So whatever you're looking for, there will be many demonstration clips or blogs that would kindly guide you to use. So there's kind of a mashup aspect to this where people can produce their own content. I wonder how that uh, dovetails with the sort of The Olympics are so ironclad about rights, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't even show the outside of the stadium, never mind the sports events. Yeah. But I bet you the netizens are going to violate that left and right in- innocently in terms of, you know, yeah, making. I, I think it's going to act positively. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be enhanced, but the rights holders are going to be a little bit uh, nutty about it. Yep. Koreans love their sports events they go crazy when uh, a major and this is the perfect Korean sport event to rally around Mm -hmm. well it's Olympic is being held in Korea after 30 years from Mm. Seoul Olympics so I hope that it could be a great platform to show the world that Korea knows how to throw a party, <laughs> especially in sport matches. Uh, Korea mm-hmm. has its own way of celebrating it with all the singing and chanting and dancing. You won't have a second to sit down. <laughs> I think we'll see the uh, the Red Devils and all of those other Korean yeah. fans and the Daehan Mingooks and the... Um... Opis in Korea. And <laughs> they're bringing all the famous celebrity cheerleaders. So I hope everybody could who visits here could... enjoy experience the joy in a korean way led by generation now leah thank you very much for coming in thank you and we'll be back with more korea escape right after this